Nebraska high school sports fans, welcome in to a very special edition of the Prep Zone Report. I'm your host, Dylan Adams, very excited to be here today introducing the 103rd Omaha World Herald All-Nebraska football first team. Now, before we get to know the 24 spectacular athletes this year, just want to take a step back and appreciate what was another amazing Nebraska high school football season. We had a ton of fun on this very podcast, breaking down some of the action each week, and of course had a ton of history to talk about, records broken and such at Memorial Stadium just a few weeks ago. Of course, there was Bennington getting it done in Class B, the first ever three-peat and win 39 straight, but in Class A, there was an Omaha Westside team that might go down as the state's best ever. Stu Pospisil threw out the comparison to the 1985 Creighton Prep team in our last episode, and this year, the Warriors have matched that legendary Junior Jays team with a record eight players on that first team. Led by our 2023 honorary captains, Caleb Benning and Anthony Rizak. So we'll start this first team off by talking about Caleb, who has joined one of the state's most exclusive clubs as a three-time first-teamer. He's the first since Bellevue West's Xavier Betts did it back in 2017 to 2019, and of course we now know that Caleb picked the same school as Betts, announcing his commitment to the Huskers during the playoffs last month. Coming off of his return from injury in a state title win over Gretna last year, Benning was ready to put up big numbers in a full slate of games, and that the senior did on both sides of the ball. As he controlled the outside of the field as an explosive wide receiver with more than 600 receiving yards and six touchdowns, but he's on this first team as a shutdown defensive back who racked up a team-high six interceptions. More Westside records were broken this year by the other co-captain, quarterback Anthony Rizak. The senior who's heading to South Bend with his twin brother Teddy as a preferred walk-on broke Cole Payton's records for total offense with more than 8,000 yards and passing touchdowns with 68. After he became the starter midway through his sophomore season, Rizak and Westside lost just once, a 7-3 defeat to Gretna in the 2021 state title game, which of course we now know was a vacated victory. One thing that stands out to me when I think of Rezac or while I watched him this year is just his incredible poise and such apparent leadership. Coach Paul Lamangi called both of our captains tremendous leaders and big game guys who make the biggest plays when the lights shine brightest. And there's no better example than the 56-0 clobbering of Elkhorn South in the title game. Another shutout for that defense. It's eighth of the year and another school record but the offense put up the second most points in Class A history. And on that special championship night, Rezac went 21 of 25 for 259 yards and a touchdown pass to Benning while scampering in for another two as part of the largest blowout ever seen in a Nebraska state title game. The Warriors also got consistent production from its backfield each week with the lead running back as our next first team selection, Jamez Ross. Ross was also a record setter, breaking Westside records for rushing touchdowns in a single season with 22, including two in the championship game, with 125 yards on the ground. Mez is still undecided on where he'll play college ball, UNK, Wayne State, some other D2 programs have extended offers, but I tell you what, whoever that team is will be receiving a speedy, tackle-breaking machine of a back. We go to the offensive line to find our next Warriors, center Jack Ween and tackle Brock Regner. Ween was a three-year starter and was called the leader of the O-line by Lamangi, 
while Regner at 6'5 and 285 held down the blind side and was outstanding at double team blocks all season according to his coach. The senior recently received his first D1 offer from the University of St. Thomas. And you know that line of scrimmage was really where the dominance began for Westside and with all that support it allowed the big playmakers to do their thing running all over opponents. Next up on our five-man front is Millard South's Max Gray, who protected second-team quarterback Jet Tamala during his spectacular breakout season and helped the Patriots' run game hold up while several backs were injured. Caleb Pyfram is the only other first-team repeater besides Benning as the 6'6", 290-pound Power 5 prospect finished up his career with Omaha Central, helping the Eagles become one of Class A's most improved teams, going from one win to four. Pyfram remains undecided on his future after decommitting to Illinois earlier this fall. Finishing up the O-line is our first junior of the team, Gretna's Calvin Jansen. The 6'4", 285-pound tackle has started the past two seasons and will now lead the Dragons into Class B play next fall, where Jansen hopes Gretna can once again compete for a state title. Our next selection is running back Peyton Prestito, who recently wrapped up an amazing career at Papillion La Vista, where he broke school records for most yards in a single game, 328, and career rushing yards, 3,338. The Monarch also found the end zone 20 times and hardly ever left the field, holding down Papio's defense as a middle linebacker. Our last honoree in a loaded stable of running backs is Wahoo Newman's Connor Booth. The junior simply ran for more yards than anyone in 11-man football with 2,159, an average of over 10 yards a carry, and 35 scores in just 10 games. Booth says he's looking to rack up even more yards to carry the Cavs further in the Class C2 postseason next year. Now our other non-Class A first-teamer doesn't necessarily need an introduction, nor a position. Just call him the athlete, Ainsworth's Carter Nelson. The greatest and most highly recruited eight-man player in state history did it all, totaling more than 500 passing, 500 rushing, and 500 receiving yards. And hold up, by the way, he was in that rare 500-500-500 club last season as a junior, too. The Husker commit is currently ranked by many recruiting services as the number two tight end in the country in the class of 2024, and has committed to playing in the All-American Bowl in San Antonio next month. The senior says he's looking forward to the opportunity of playing a competitive 11-man football game for the first time in his life, and it will be, of course, versus some of the nation's very best athletes. Alright, to wrap up our offense here, let's talk about the top two wide receivers in the state. First, senior Jackson Williams, who totaled nearly 1,000 yards receiving and nine touchdowns while also becoming a huge special teams threat, taking back two punts and two kickoffs for Millard West. Williams will be heading up to North Dakota State and told me an NFL player he emulates his route running and game from is Terry McLaurin, but sees himself as a Devin Hester type after his phenomenal return game season. Next is another absolute history maker. Listen to this one. Millard South's Amarian Jackson becomes just the eighth sophomore in more than 100 years to make our all-Nebraska first team. The speedster Patriot had one of the biggest breakout seasons in the state, setting a school record with 1,046 receiving yards while taking 13 of his 57 receptions to the house. He's already receiving plenty of Power 5 attention. I mean, this dude was putting up 100 yards and a touchdown nearly every week, and he will no doubt be a name to watch in years to come. 
Okay, now we move to the defensive side of the ball. The Warriors, who are joining Benning on D, are two hard-hitting linebackers. First, senior Bo Ryan, who collected 85 tackles and scored a touchdown in the title game. Now, Bo committed to the University of South Dakota earlier this week, and as a USD grad myself, I gotta say, go Yotes. I didn't get to send him those sentiments in person, as he had not yet committed when we held our photo shoot at the Gene Leahy Mall, but I gotta wish him the best of luck up in Vermilion. The lone non-senior warrior to make the first team is Christian Jones, who took back a Madden Riggs interception for a pick six in the championship game. Jones is receiving lots of Power 5 attention, as the junior was also one of Anthony Rezac's favorite targets, leading Westside with nine touchdown receptions. He's also committed to play in the 2025 Adidas All-American Bowl. Rounding out the Warrior 8 is defensive back Teddy Rezac. With Benning on one side and Rezac on the other, it was incredibly difficult to get any sort of aerial attack going versus Westside. The Notre Dame commit ended up with 69 tackles and saved his best for last, a 12-tackle performance in the final. He also ended his career at Phelps Field with a special fourth-quarter moment, catching his twin brother's final touchdown pass in front of the Westside faithful at their home stadium during a semifinal win over Millard West. Now to the defensive line, where we start with a second-team selection last year, Omaha North's Tyson Terry. The junior is a three-year starter and plays both sides, but really executed well on the D-line, picking up 15 tackles for loss and three and a half sacks. The Husker football commit now ramps up for another big wrestling season, as the two-time heavyweight champ goes for the three-peat. Next is another guy who signed up to play for Matt Rule. It's Elkhorn South's Ashton Murphy. The 6'5", 245-pound senior helped carry a stingy storm defense to a runner-up finish and showed an innate ability to get in the backfield, making 31 solo tackles. Wrapping up our defensive front is Millard South's J.R. Lacuna, who made 75 total stops plugging up holes for the Patriots, and six of his 19.5 tackles for loss went down as sacks. The senior said he was motivated to have a big year after playing hurt last season and now we'll head to South Dakota State next fall. Our final junior on the first team is Carney linebacker Sawyer Schilke. Despite missing two games, he led the Bearcats in solo tackles with 32, tackles for loss with 10, and had five sacks. Bellevue West coach Mike Huffman told Stu Pospisil he had a two-and-a-half-hour nightmare of number 44 on the bus ride home after the T-Birds fell 16-14 this year. Schilke will be one of the key returners to a Kearney team that started 6-0 and was consistently a top-five team. Our final backer is Dash Bellman of Lincoln East, who had an awesome season on both sides of the ball. 81 tackles, including 44 solos, and the Spartan ran for more than 1,000 yards and 16 scores. The senior has committed to play at Wyoming. Now, although Omaha Creighton Prep had a down year, defensive back Zach McLay did not recording 68 solo tackles, more than 100 assisted stops, and two picks while also finding success in the end zone as the Junior Jays return man. Our final D-back is Omaha North's Donovan Jones, who led the Vikings' stout secondary with 57 tackles and four INTs. But I think folks are going to remember what the Husker commit did on offense this year the most, coming down with what could be the catch of the year during the second overtime and North's stunning win over Gretna in the first round of the playoffs. Gotta say, I'll never forget that one. You had quarterback Sebastian Serco rolling out, thought he was chucking it away, but Jones pulled it down with one hand, somehow got that knee inbounds in the corner of the end zone 
with a dragon draped all over him. I think YouTube's got to have that clip if our uh, listeners haven't seen that one. Got to check it out. Our final selection of the 2023 first team goes to Columbus's punter, Cale Forney, who averaged nearly 45 yards on 37 boots this year, a mark that's one of the best in the state over the past few seasons. His coach, Craig Williams, says the ball just explodes off his foot. So that is our team. This truly is one of our favorite weekends of the year here at the Omaha World Herald, releasing not only our two all-Nebraska teams today, but also three all-Metro Conference teams that came out yesterday, as well as our all-Omaha area team and the all-class teams. Of course, you can check that out on our website right now, omaha.com, along with the rest of our outstanding prep coverage. I want to thank the coaches for all their nominations to make this all possible and helping and figuring out this phenomenal first team. Some of these decisions simply weren't easy, but I think everyone's proud of this final product. And once again, thanks to the athletes for sharing some time with me earlier this week downtown at the Gene Leahy Mall. And as we wrap this up here, I can say it's now officially winter sports season. We're going to be back on this podcast very soon to break down the very latest in basketball, wrestling, and more. But for now, I'm Dylan Adams signing off on the Prep Zone Report. Thanks for listening.